Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. It's Richard here with Steve and Angela. Hello. Hi there. And a very happy Advent That's to you. Right. Yes, In the middle of Advent. Advents. And um, we actually looked uh, on Sundays at Zechariah and Elizabeth, who are amazing. Um, and maybe we'll harken back to, but we didn't actually do a podcast on them because we, I did something with Heather. Um, okay. So that Perfect. was great. Um, we tried, like, I think at one point we were like, oh, yeah, and that's like why Jesus came. So I guess mm-hmm. there's an Advent time <laughs> when we were talking about forgiveness. Um, <laughs> but this is squarely um, Advent themed. We are going to look at Mary and Joseph, who uh, Tim and Britt um, are teaching on on Sunday. Um, partly because it's just, this is what Advent's supposed to be. Like, in the waiting, in the anticipating to kind of... Um, what's the word, ruminate, dwell, kind mm-hmm. of cogitate on these things, think on these things to kind of elevate. It's The season invites us Marinate to Marinate. Yeah, this, exactly. Yeah. That's it, yeah. yeah. And Mary and Joseph, I think, uh, my favorite characters. Yeah. Other, yeah, we were always like, yeah, well, Jesus is my favorite, I guess. But um, other than Jesus, like my favorite characters. So we had to do a podcast. So I wrote Stephen and Andrew in. Yeah, here we go. It's good to be here. Yeah. And and we looked at this at Young Adults on Tuesday as well. And so this is we've we've had a very thematic week. Um yeah. Yeah. And I, I would have to say just on that young adults, it's amazing to see how God's moving in the young adults in our community yeah. and how he's drawing them in. It, that discussion we had the other night was just fantastic. Yes, it, it was. was. Uh, it was. And yeah. God's moving on the podcast as well, because yeah. we're sat here with hot chocolate and mince pies. That's so. right. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, a sign here. of good things. Yes. Yeah. Anticipating uh, <laughs> even bigger uh, pies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. So, sh- who should we start with, Mary or Joseph? Joseph's like the quicker. There's a little bit, little bit less said about Joseph, but it's really significant. Yeah, not much throughout all of Scripture. No, really. Yeah. It's one of my. It was one of my. I've done it a few times when I've been invited to go teach somewhere, mm. like at another church. But like, oh yeah, I'll do a character study of Joseph, and so yeah, you get up and like, you know, I'm really excited to like talk about one of my favorite characters, Joseph. Mm-hmm. And so if one's <laughs> rustling in the Bible, and you go, no, not that Joseph, the other one. I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't it just say, we, you know, he took Mary to Bethlehem, you know, yeah. so yeah. No, there's, a, there's a few more things in there. Mm. It, do you know what? I think actually it's interesting. The reason I took a closer look at Mary and Joseph, and this is years and years ago, the thought occurred to me, why did God choose them? Like out of all mm. the people, mm-hmm. right? Why, like, why entrust this to these people? So, that, that like there must be something about this, mm. you know. Um, so it just made me interested. Like they, there must they must have some qualities about them, and then to go look for those things. Mm. Um, and a, a little bit surprising. I mean, some of it's not surprising, but some of it's a little surprising the way Scripture really puts their faith and submission. Like that's probably the quality I think that's more in the foreground than anything else. And so, yeah, like what God was looking for to be able to do this amazing thing God's doing in incarnating his son and raising mm. him. And yeah, so that's a, that's a hook for sort of being interested. Um, yeah, looking at these people. 
Because then I think that connects to like the becoming like Jesus like yeah. theme we've had yeah. at the moment. Let's, th- let's keep that in the back of our mind yeah. as we're unpacking kind of, all right, well, what what are those things? What yeah. do they look like? What are they? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it, it begins in Matthew, uh, which I love the little, now the birth of Jesus took place in this way. <laughs> and then, so his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, which is just, I'm still like, that's an excellent word. Mm-hmm. Why do we say engaged? Right. Betrothed sounds so much cooler. Yeah. I wish, I, I wish I'd got betrothed, not engaged. <laughs> My version says pledged, but I like betrothed better. Yeah. It's a good word. Word mm-hmm. that's word of the week. So you got to use that in like if you're at work, try and use that in a meeting at some point, and then you Ooh, get like ten uh, points on word of the day bingo. <laughs> 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 so so we should say what that's like because that's a little different than our culture because it is different from being in, engaged in our sense, right? Um, like if you're engaged in our culture and then like stuff happens and you decide like actually we're not going to get married, we're breaking off the engagement. It's kind of heartbreaking, but everyone's like, oh, you know, I'm I'm really disappointed for your relationship and, you know, sad and, you know, but no one's feeling, um, well, unless there's like other reasons that cause the breakup to feel ashamed or hurt or betrayed, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's just like, oh, that's a shame. But this is actually like the breaking of a contract. This is like becoming betrothed is actually covenanting to build a marriage. And we think of that moment at your wedding vows, getting married. But for them, it was a process of this is being betrothed is covenanting to build a marriage. And then the wedding is the consummation of like then stepping into Mm, that. mm. So the commitment, like to each other, to each other's families, to like to God, like that's been made, and so they're in like a serious commitment to each other, and this is in an era where there's more like arranged marriage. Yeah, it's not just you on your own go find someone. Like families are involved, friends. You know, the the community is woven into the story of mm-hmm, these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then we get like the other half of the sentence. Before they came together, she was found to be with child. And it says from the Holy Spirit, so we get the inside scoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But people wouldn't have known that straight away. No. <laughs> because Joseph didn't, because an angel had to come yeah. giving the inside scoop. So I yeah, just Yeah, I mean thinking just, what was that like? Well, and what a shock I, I think just at, you know, as this would have happened, but then also you know, to the audiences first sort of receiving Matthew's gospel as well. It's still like, this is so totally different um, and so unexpected. Um, And I love that that's how God really, you know, it's, I always find God's always like just trying to take me off of just challenge my expectations and saying, no, look at it differently. Um, And this is just, I mean, sometimes we're so familiar with this; these stories, um, we hear it every Christmas. Yeah, so we, just we miss these normal. things. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but it's very, very different. Yeah, it's a scandal. I mean, the two, you know, the fact that she was found to be pregnant is scandal enough. 
um, in my Bible, I have to actually turn the page when it says through the Holy Spirit. And it's like two different things, found to be pregnant, scandal alone. But then what? Impossible through the Holy Spirit. I mean, the original um, audience for this, I would imagine, and us today too, would just question like, how is this possible? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it invites well, many which questions. Which Mary did too. But which we'll, she we'll did too. To, we'll have to get to Luke's mm-hmm. gospel to, That's right. to read that part. Yes. Right. I also think of like the timing and there's a bit of an interplay here. If we had already done a podcast on Zechariah and Elizabeth, mm-hmm. I'd be like reaching back to that because yeah, yeah. in Luke's gospel, we learn that an angel comes and tells Mary, you're going to conceive. So that's happened. She mm-hmm. knows, right? God's told her and, and she's done this amazing response. Like, okay, God, do whatever you want. We'll, we'll read that. We'll talk about that. Yeah, And then she goes to visit Elizabeth and Zechariah. And it's really interesting because of the scandal of being pregnant before the wedding. Because Elizabeth has like a Holy Spirit response because yeah. the baby leaps in her womb and she starts prophesying, mm-hmm. so she knows. But I just think of like the possible ways that could have gone in Mary's mind. Yeah, that she was going to walk into Zechariah and Elizabeth's house, and Elizabeth just be like, "Girl, what have you done? Mm-hmm. What have yeah, you she done?" She had no idea right? how that would be received. So she is received, and actually for for six months, taken in by Elizabeth, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because when she and Joseph go to Bethlehem, it actually would have been normal for her to register with her family. Mm-hmm. So it it sort of gives us a clue that she may have been ostracized by her family. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah. like Elizabeth and Zechariah, the older couple, taking in the teenage girl uh, who's mm-hmm. basically been disowned by her family mm. yeah. because of a because of a scandal. You know. And and just that Zechariah and Elizabeth have lived with the shame of not being able to have a baby and then get released from that shame because Elizabeth's pregnant but are willing to step straight back into shame of we'll take the scandal in. Yeah. I just think that speaks so much to Zechariah and Elizabeth's character Mm -hmm. and their cousins. So I'm like, I want to know what like mum, dad, grandpa, granddad were like. Yeah. That like in this family lineage raised children like this. Like these are amazing people. And so, and and then she's found with child. Mm. So I'm like, okay, what... So this difference in timing, right? Where, like, is so like, is this like Mary's Mister period? So it's at least a month. So the 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 angels told her, and she sat on this news. She didn't go tell Joseph, right? But she sat on this news for a month. Or is it she hasn't actually told anyone? And being found with child is like, uh, Mary, have you eaten a lot of mince pies, or is yeah. something going on? That's like maybe four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. And what was going why, on? Why you, this should be headline news, Yeah, right? And just, I mean, there's that phrase with Mary of like she pondered things in these things. In she her held heart. them, to, yeah. She held things close and didn't jump to conclusions about what to do or what it meant or things like that. Mm-hmm. And so she's doing this incredibly hard thing. So, so even in the timing of what it's saying about Joseph, we're getting like some clues about the kind of person Mary is yeah. as a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. Just, 
I was thinking about it yesterday. I was sat on the couch. I was looking across at Hazel. I was like, because she's going to be 13 mm. in January. And just thinking, you know, it, we're not entirely sure. But Mary's mid-teens somewhere. Yes. So maybe 15, 16. And just looking at Hazel and being like, hmm. Like, I can't quite compute. Can't imagine. Right. Like, your daughter's a bit older. So you'd have to like think back a year. Think back a year or two. And it's just like, really? Yeah. Like this is this is amazing. But that is this that's all kind of to do with Mary. Yeah. But the clues are in the, the kind of timeline of these things, which is, is so interesting. But then with Joseph, it says because Joseph her husband was faithful to the law. So we get a glimpse into who was mm -hmm. Joseph? What was he like? What was his character? Back to your point of mm -hmm. why did God choose Joseph? Um, this is one thing we can now know about yeah. him. He's faithful to the law. And it, it reminds me like Zechariah and Elizabeth. It says, you know, they were blameless. Mm -hmm. So God's choosing people who are righteous before him. Like they're, they've been molded by the way of mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yet he did not want to expose her to publicly disgrace. Yeah. He had in mind to divorce. Yeah, I can't, can't see what translation I've got here. Mine says unwilling to put her to shame. Because mm -hmm. yeah. that's really active language. Mm -hmm. I, I've not looked at that in the Greek for a while. I can't really remember. Uh, yeah, how I didn't it is. get a chance to look it up beforehand either but in the Greek. To put someone to shame. <laughs> if Because Joseph, like, what's got to be going through his head, right? An angel hasn't come and told him, hey, this is actually the Holy Spirit. Here's a thing going on yet, right? He's just thinking, I've not slept with her. She's pregnant. She's betrayed me. She's betrayed our covenant. She's shamed me. She's dishonored me, you know, and, and broken trust and hurt me. Like that. And in that sort of situation, you know, being so deeply hurt by someone, I would totally want to lash out. Right. Yeah. And, and he and, and putting someone to shame, like shaming someone would be such an easy way mm -hmm. to take and, it and off almost, of himself, but almost like the legally and culturally and religiously normal way yeah. to respond. Yeah. But he is not willing. Like he's so, unwilling. He's like, no, there's no way I'm going to shame her. So mm. in this in these just this verse, we get this picture of the outward behavior of joseph faithful to the law those are that's how he lived his life outwardly obeying the law mm -hmm. but now we also get a picture of his inward heart mm -hmm. of somebody who doesn't want to shame someone else even even if he's been hurt by them yeah it's, and gra it's grace and mercy right? it's grace mm -hmm. and mercy so yeah. it's the outward and the inward who is this person joseph He's a picture of a faithful man who also lives a life of grace and mercy and shows it, shows it to others through yeah. love. And I can't help but think, oh, that sounds a lot like someone else I know. Exactly. The father, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Who wants to deal with sin and bring about justice, but does not use shame to accomplish pushing us like out, out of yeah. sin it's actually the goodness of god that leads us oh, to repentance yeah. mm -hmm. it's the offer of grace mm -hmm. the empowers <clears throat> transformation it's it's so interesting like joseph is treating her like the father treats sinners yeah and i just mm. think and to divorce there's, there's so much good theology yeah, in and mary to, and joseph and zechariah and elizabeth they're so like the father and let's not miss it just says it had in mind to divorce her quietly so his plan was to go 
in humility, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and not. I mean, he could have been shaking his fist. Like, what was his heart in all of this? It was, don't shame her, stay humble, and move along. Mm-hmm. Well, and this this note, you know, continue to pick up on this notion of the you know how the father behaves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he's still trying to. Um, he had in his mind to divorce her, which is yeah, I want to be, you know, following the law, mm-hmm. but yet I don't want to. I don't want that to be at her expense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. don't want mm-hmm. to cause her harm mm-hmm. for that. And he's, and of course, you know, truth and grace. You know, as God shows up, we see He does that perfectly through mm-hmm. His Son, Jesus. But he, he, yeah, and it's got to be said, like not putting her to shame doesn't benefit Joseph. At all. It costs Joseph it and costs benefits Joseph. Mary. Yeah. So yes, there's a does. sacrificial love yeah. at work here. Uh, yes, because he will then be a divorced man after that. And there will mm-hmm. be, you know, that's... Mm. That is not I love how this next p- part um, where it says, while he's considering these things... Yeah, no snap um, judgment. Yeah, no snap judgment, but also that notion of... You know, and the angel of the Lord appears to him and comes to him. And does is that a call for us? Is like, hey, when we're caught in these spaces, um, rather than rush to something, like really prayerfully consider it, so we can hear from God in the in the midst of those circumstances. Yeah, um, yeah, because we're such a conflict averse culture. We're very bad at sitting in tension. Um, something special happened because Joseph sat in the tension. It mm, created an mm. opportunity for God to speak, redirect, and actually do some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what the angel says. So this is mm. my, like, I feel like when I saw this for the first time, it was a mic drop and I had to go, like, have a lie down. Just realizing, <laughs> like, oh, my goodness, Joseph, you're amazing. So the angel, the angel it's what the angel doesn't say. That's interesting. The angel doesn't say, I know you're supposed to divorce her, but don't. I'm commanding you to marry her. It, does, it doesn't tell Joseph, hey, don't do this, do this. He says, you don't need to be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Yeah. So what's the kind of considering Joseph's doing? I don't want to shame her. I don't want to harm her. I want to protect her. And even though I feel betrayed and I don't know what's going on, I still love her and I still want to Mm. reconcile. I want to heal and and I want Mm. to marry her. Like, this is, he has no reason to want to do this other than a a really profound sense of like loving commitment to her. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just think that is so amazing and so like the father. This is like prodigal son territory. Mm. Just the, the surprise, like desire of God to to actually offer a reconciliation, um, to to do something to protect the relationship rather than see it die. And that, and that's sort of the, that's the yeah. Christmas themes. Like you know, effectively Jesus yeah. had to come to earth because God was not willing to lose the relationship right. with humanity. So. I just think that is so profoundly amazing. Yeah. And like that's that's a level of like love and commitment that we rarely see anything close to. 
It's just such an astonishing, in his day and age, to be willing to enter into a lifelong identity of being married to a whore, effectively, a cheater, a betrayer, a sinner, to bring shame on himself, his family, to be economically ostracized, religiously ostracized, socially ostracized, to take all of that on for the sake of like something that he considers more valuable. Yeah. It's just amazing. But it's also, it's a bit like Zechariah and Elizabeth, mm-hmm. willing to endure so mm-hmm. much and take so much on for the sake of like just this sense of like a commitment to like the godlike way of responding. You and, know? Yeah. And when I look at this, I mean, I can't help but think of, if I had gotten news like this, if I'm putting myself in Joseph's shoes, um, would I agree with the way he responded? Like, if I'm reading this, do I mm-hmm. agree with this? Would I, would I have, would I have done this? Yeah, you know? Joseph came to you for counsel. Hey, I'm thinking of doing yeah, this. Like, do you think that's right? Would I have said? I mean, maybe I would have said like, okay, so the angel of the Lord came and told you this. Now, now, how do you know it was the angel of the Lord? And let's 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 just take some time to pray about this. Let's look. Let's just make sure. Let's 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 ask a couple other questions of how what this might look like if we do to, if I if I do advise you to go down this road of of marrying her. And what does this mean yeah. for your life? I mean, especially because the be angel didn't marriage? command as well. It'd be really yeah. easy for me to say, well, the angel said you don't need to be afraid, but dude, it's still mm-hmm. not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's, you have so much writing on this yeah. and there's so <clears> many <throat> other women. Your future is important. Your prosperity is important. Mm-hmm. Like I would be pointing, I would be concerned with all of these other yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And, well, and I think, because I, I've, I've seen people, I th- I'm sure I have at times acted this way as well of like, that which is in her is mm-hmm. a God thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, that's between her and God. Yeah. I don't need to get involved. You don't involved. need to be involved with that. That's their deal. Yeah. Like right? none of this is reasons yeah. that I have, have to get involved. nothing to do with this baby. Like, yeah. but And yeah. actually that observation, that counsel is true. There's mm-hmm. nothing about this that mm-hmm. means you have to. Mm-hmm. You're going to choose on the basis of like loving her and and actually I think loving God and like that, that's a bit actually it's – God's support and encouragement and helping you understand what's going on that is actually enabling your love Mm -hmm. to push this choice forward. Mm -hmm. So it's like God wanted to work in the world and he can't, and this is the sort of free will thing, he can't just command Joseph like, hey, you need to love Mary and marry her anyway. That wouldn't have worked. God had to find someone who had such a profound Mm -hmm. love Mm -hmm. that he could create a parent for jesus who could be part of like a loving family it was a gentle invitation appealing to his heart yeah and his desires Mm -hmm. and i mean how beautiful is our lord that he does that i I mean that's a really interesting sort of thing for us thinking about how god interacts with us as well because i think sometimes Mm -hmm. we really don't want to mess up because our culture we have a fear of failure um, so we tend to interact with God in a way that's like, give me a really clear yes, no. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want it to be my choice. I want it to be your choice, Lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there is some good to that, mm-hmm. the, right? 
there's but there's a there's a sort of uh, exaggerated version of that. And I wonder how much God might interact with us a bit more like he does with Joseph, where he's like, actually, uh, the ingredients in you that I created you for, that I gave you like the mandate for humanity to actually see things and respond rightly to things. And I'm going to support and encourage and enable, you know, like faith to become a, like to create a different reality mm. in you. That, that you, so, so those things you see, those things you want, those things you want to do, without me, you might not be able to do. But that's a little subtler than just waiting for God to say, I'll do this, I'm commanding you, go do it. Like, it's, it's actually a bit more partnership. Like, the, yeah, mm-hmm. the ingredients of what happens here are, like, there's part God, but there's definitely part Joseph in the yes. mix of, like, yeah. why Absolutely. this is all happening. Mm-hmm. It's it, a great picture of that. And it's it like is. he's he's given us, he's instilled us with this agency to do the right things mm-hmm. um, and to respond accordingly, but we have to exercise that agency on our own in order to really step into the the real flourishing of doing that you know it wouldn't be as much as he if god just sort of made him do this mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. kind of picture of uh mary and joseph would we have if mary if joseph was hey forced and commanded to marry um to marry Mary, <laughs> um, yeah. it would be a very different picture. And, and yeah. yet all of us, I think, walk away with a picture of Mary and Joseph as this couple that are deeply um, in love with each other, but also deeply um, uh, open to and committed to following God's yes, call. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of what we see next. I mean, there's some stuff in between here, mm. like... Um, she will bear a son. You'll call his name Jesus because he'll save his people mm. from his sins. So at this point, Joseph's got to be getting goosebumps thinking, oh my goodness, like all of those promises of God visiting his people, like this is happening. Well, and I wonder because he starts off, the angel starts off with David, sorry, J- J- Joseph, son of David. Mm-hmm. You know, he's speaking right back to his lineage. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's not going to be lost on yeah. Joseph. And Matthew, who's trying to connect the events of Jesus's life to yeah. prophecy mentions a prophecy, but that's the next bit. Cause I just think yeah. about, you know, if God tells me something, you know, I like, well, am I sure? Even mm-hmm. you said about mm-hmm. like someone saying, are you mm-hmm. sure? Was it really angel? Like yeah, even just internally questions. questioning, right. wondering yes. Yes. when Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took his wife. So it's like Joseph wakes up, gets out of bed and walk, like goes over to Mary's house. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, this is happening. Mm-hmm. I just, the way Matthew writes is just he's he's showing us there's an immediacy mm. of a commitment to responding and doing what God has said. Mm. And that is, it takes a special yeah. kind of faith to then be sort of able to be unwavering in action mm-hmm. because of what God has said. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, I'm just going back to like all the arguments when we hear from the Lord through his word, you know, to convict us to take action on something um and we just question we want to know more details before we'll act um think about in joseph's day all the details he must have wanted to know but so many questions ask because he had faith and he just 
did the next thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. without it all being mapped out. And what, like, what a merciful God that, that um, he doesn't map everything out for us. Because, like, we can't handle it. Can you imagine if the Lord told Joseph absolutely what Jesus is, what this would mean and what Jesus' life would mean and the death that he would have to die at the cross and all of it? Um, but that would have been too much for Joseph. Mm-hmm. So he just, mm-hmm. he just told him, he told him about the fruit and um, the purpose of, of Jesus. And he invited Joseph to participate. And Joseph said, yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually a theme we see as Matthew continu- continues to tell us about Joseph is, um, you know, they've met the Magi mm-hmm. later on. And they know, like, there's danger from Herod. And Joseph must again have, like, wondered, what should I do? Had loads of questions. and But it's really interesting that God initiates, hey, here's what you need to do. And, and immediately Joseph responds and does it. And the same thing <coughs> when they're in Egypt and Herod dies, Joseph must have been, I, I would just be like, does that mean I can come back? Does that mean, you know, just all the what ifs and... But again, it's God who initiates, hey, do this. And Joseph, and immediately Joseph, they've built a life there, yeah. drops it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so just that ability for God to direct Joseph was really amazing. Mm. Well, and he had to know, the thing about God had to know as well, Joseph's willingness to hear correctly mm-hmm. and to respond. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that response when he... When Herod's, you know, going after all the young, Joseph gets up in the middle of the night and says, "All right, we're going to Egypt." Yeah, yeah. yeah right away. To. So he heard. Yes. He got up, and uh, what's it say here? So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night, <laughs> and left. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you just think about as well, like how they're perceived by family in that community. Like, are they are they the weirdos? Mm. Like, yeah. Mary was found pregnant. Joseph marries her anyway. You know, people watching aren't going to know the inside of, like, the why and what's going on. And then, you know, a little bit later, they disappear in the night. Yeah, nowhere in this mm-hmm. story, in the angel talking to Joseph, does the angel say, and don't worry, I'm going to I'm gonna clear things, I'm going to make things clear with all the yeah. other people, all your family. Do a press release, it'll all be fine. It's going to be good, don't worry about it, I got that taken care of. No, and so Joseph still knowingly... Um, like, w- I guess as I read this, I can, I'm assuming that all that cultural bias and shame and sort of ostracizing still happened. Yeah. Like, that didn't go away. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get it a bit later on, like, as people are interacting with, like, uh, Jesus and his family, and yeah. there's little overtones of people kind of yeah. mocking them. And, you know, it, if it was in our day and age, there would be like slurs and language we would use to You're from sort of denigrate someone yeah. yeah, as being like poor, you know, bastard, son of a, what, what's it? And, you know, just yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're not saying it the same way, but there's overtones of that. Yeah. Like that stigma um, and, and was it, not just part of Mary and Joseph's life, but Jesus's too. Yeah, And it illustrates that <clears throat> following God's call always costs something. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Just because you follow him doesn't mean that it's not going to be uncomfortable yeah. and um, it's not going to be difficult. 
and 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 so so when we discern a call in fact if we see comfort in it that's probably pointing to the it not being a call (laughs) 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 right like that's that's Mm. the actually the wrong way to discern a call is go Mm. oh if this is all going to be easy then it must be god Mm -hmm. no especially hard for us because our culture we kind of craves we're taught that we're supposed to live lives that are comfortable and mm-hmm. secure. That's what we're like. Mm-hmm. The goal right. is. So yes. that's a filter for us when we're decision making. Yes. Will this make me more comfortable and more mm-hmm. secure? Mm-hmm. So it's good to go back. We study who Joseph is, and what motivates him and his obedience to mm-hmm. identify in that way. So, so let's talk a bit about yeah, let's talk about Mary, Mary then. Mm-hmm. We could totally have done a whole podcast <laughs> on Joseph and a whole well, one on just, Mary. Yeah. If uh, if you're not down for a long podcast today, this is the point to pause <laughs> and then uh, have a conversation about Mary when you unpause. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so, so we're, we'll pick it up in Luke because that's where we get loads of yes. detail about Mary. So the angel Gabriel gets sent in the sixth month of, oh, I think I said three months in earlier, uh-huh. but it's the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. Um, I, I don't know. There's a whole rabbit trail here yeah. about like God sending angels and directing. Yeah. Just the architect, you know, God's like, mm-hmm. he's God is so active in this story, um, initiating things again. And he's sent to a virgin, betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. So we've we've been introduced to these people. We know what betrothed is. And um, I love this. <laughs> the, the angel kind of bursts on the scene. Greetings, O favoured one, <laughs> or highly favoured one. The Lord is with you. Um, and, and I love the description. She was greatly troubled and tried to figure out what sort of greeting is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like right. the angel's just like, this is a big moment where yeah. I get to yeah. do this big entrance here. Here's this teenage Ugh. girl just minding her own business. Um, and, you know, to have an angel show up, first of all, there's a consistent pattern in scripture of people being afraid. Mm-hmm. And very, very often the angel saying, you don't need to be afraid. Like, I'm not coming to use fear to try to do something. Mm. Um but it's a common response. But not only has she got an angel showing up, which is like, oh my goodness, what's going on here? But the angel says, oh, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. And she's just like, I'm just like from Mary, from a poor family, yeah. you know, here doing my thing. Um, just just an insignificant kind of person, right? <laughs> she's, she's, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah uh the understatement She's of the scratching century her she, she wondered what this was like yeah. and i'm not sure there's a word in the english mm. language that's strong enough for the kind yeah. of wondering that must have been going through her head so that, that's just sort of interesting but even that language it does i don't know it it takes a lot of courage not to burst out of the room and run for your life yeah you know, so there's, it's already interesting. She doesn't, she doesn't push, she doesn't reject the affirmation. She mm-hmm. doesn't ask a bunch of questions. She doesn't, she wonders. She's a very like internal person. Um, we see this in Mary's life um, all the way through, like all the way up to the cross. Um, 
that, that she's, I don't know, just like quietly pondering, watching. Um, she's just not reactionary. That's, that's you, you it. Know, yeah. She doesn't just, oh my gosh, freak out, you know, yeah. right away. She's like, okay, th- she's got this calm demeanor that mm-hmm. is like, well, that might seem a little strange, but let's think yeah. about that. I mean, can you imagine the kind of peaceful <coughs> presence she would mm-hmm. be if she lived in your house? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, really, really interesting person. So she's mm-hmm. wondering, the angel says, don't be afraid which is classic angel, like right. diffuse the situation. Because angels, we think, especially when we're thinking like we've got pictures of nativity plates mm-hmm. in our heads, like angels are messengers, and they are. But angels typically are like God's army, yeah, like accomplishing God's stuff, which quite often means like slaying enemies and things. Mm-hmm. I, I think of like the shepherds. You know when it says like a host of angels appeared? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like... The Navy SEALs yeah, arrived. That's you know, right. the shepherds. <laughs> Ready for we're, we're like, oh, a choir. Like, no, I don't think yeah. the shepherds were looking up thinking, oh, nice, we're going to have some singing. <laughs> I think they were thinking, oh, no, we're about to die. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, mm. so don't be afraid. Mary, you have found favor with God. Mm. So this is like a really interesting phrase. Well, there's twice. Um, they've used this mm-hmm. uh, you know first just on the initial greeting yeah um, and then again he repeats it I also find you know as we left Elizabeth you know she's saying in these days he God has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among yeah the people so this this notion of God's favor yeah is it's easy to skip right over that it is to, you know to, it's a to, significant yeah yeah and we would maybe equate it with the word grace. Mm-hmm. And it is to do with grace. Um, but it's actually, it's not just the grace, it's the blessing. Mm-hmm. It's like God is active and he's decided to favor you. And that, like, something's going to happen mm-hmm. because of that. It's not just the attitude, <clears throat> but like something's about to happen. And it's it's God choosing to favor someone. But also to say you found favor, like, as as we look at who the characters are like elizabeth mm. and mary um i think there are reasons god's doing this with them yeah. god yeah. did god this didn't be like well which human should we you know use it was not arbitrary I'm like well i guess it doesn't matter just pick one pick one at random mm-hmm. it was not yeah so it's like as if god had criteria for the person he was going to choose. And I wonder, we don't know a lot about why and what the criteria was, but just that it's there. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that there's going to be something given. So it's it's, it's like it's a promise, mm -hmm. but it's also an affirmation. Mm -hmm. Um, And and even Mm -hmm. the language... It's not greetings, the one whom the Lord will favor next month. It's present. You are highly favored. Like God actually sees you, and 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 I think that's that's a kind of um, the blurry line of like, well, is there something about Mary which is the condition of God favoring her, favoring Mm -hmm. her? The reason that God's like, yeah, I favor you, Um, but is that stuff just just to do with Mary? Well, no, it's also like she's highly favored because of her upbringing and who her parents mm, were mm. and how God worked in her cousins. 
and there's a these things all kind of weave together uh, but god is is recognizing something about the kind of person mary is you know the the way that righteousness and godliness and things well, have w- been a part of her story already i wonder if we go back you know i think when we a couple of weeks ago when we we're talking about the beatitudes and you know blessed are the poor and, mm-hmm. and because that's you know in some ways you, you might read that as a favored you know and you know, god shows his favor upon and so he's recognizing sort of this um these qualities in her um and maybe it's uh uh, hum- humility, just uh, ulti- you know, not really self-serving. There's someone who's hungry for mm-hmm. God, um, as a way to say, no, that's you know, like you're the person. Yeah, yeah. But she's not like a rich, right. significant religious leader, or mm. she's not the typical person that if you looked at society, you said, who were the highly favored ones? Right no way culture at that time mm-hmm. would have picked mm-hmm. that or our culture today would have picked Mary. Mm-hmm. But know, isn't that God's way? significant poor teenager in obscurity. Yeah, isn't that God way, God's way throughout Scripture always that, yeah. you know, the last are first? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, so. and a theme, in, especially in Luke's gospel, yeah. Luke's trying to show us um, the way that so many of these major characters in mm-hmm. God's story were minor characters at best in people's perception of their culture story yeah 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 and then then the mayor uh sorry she the, gets a- the, the angel drop drops the <laughs> the bomb yeah behold you will conceive and she's like cool like i'm, I'm gonna get married yeah, soon so i'm gonna son. conceive and you mean bear a son you'll call his name jesus okay sweet That's... he'll be great he'll be called the son of the most high wow like yeah. this is like that this is the king coming like God's appointed coming, Messiah King coming. Um, the Lord will give him the throne of his father, David. So it's, it's like a, a culmination of things. Um, but she does have a question. Like, it's a very sensible question uh, because she's me. not married yet. She <laughs> hasn't me. slept with Joseph. Like, so, And it's interesting, actually, the difference between her question and Zechariah's question. Yeah. Because Zechariah, the angel says, you know, even though you're past the age of having children, you're going to have a child. And Zechariah's question is not, oh, how's that going to happen? Like, yes, okay, absolutely. You've said you're going to do that, so it's going to happen. But I don't understand how. Zechariah's question is like, no, surely you can't be right. Yeah. Right? How can I be sure yeah. of that? How can like, I, like... Really? Yeah. yeah. It's, Her, it's, hers uh, isn't a question of... No, she's really? fully like, okay... But how's that going to happen? Because I'm a virgin. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it boggles the mind. It's a pretty legitimate question. <laughs> well, also the fact that she didn't ask a Zechariah-style yeah. question. Because mm. so many people through the through the Bible do have like a, a bit of faith. They hear God say something and they're like, they're uncertain. She even though what God is saying is going to happen is, I mean, shocking. You know, this yeah. is once in a universe stuff, not just once in a lifetime. This is, a, you know, the, the import 
of what the angel says is about to happen is off the charts. And she doesn't try and push it away. But she's just like, okay, so so, okay, how are we going to do this? Like, how's this going to happen? And I think it's it's like the yes is just implied. She's kind of like, I'm in, but how's this going to happen? It is, but I also think about this question since I'm a virgin. So she's thinking under the 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 constraints of biology, and um, and what and 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 thinking about the traditional way of getting pregnant. She does. She's not thinking about how big God is and all that He can do. This is the God who she knows from her from her history that He parted the Red Sea, mm-hmm. He brought the plagues, He He has done all of these things in the in the natural world that defy the laws mm-hmm. um, as they know it, and they didn't even know very much, but they did know how a baby was going to be conceived. And so she's she's still thinking about um, this pregnancy happening in the traditional way. Like, mm-hmm. who is going to be the dad then? Like, yeah. how is that going to actually yeah. happen? Um, not really realizing how big God is in it. And it's just the start, I think, of the Lord just, like, opening her mind to, like, there's going to be so much you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't even the start of it. Yeah. Um, but the way... Um, the way that the the angel answers um, is um, is just points to you know the Holy Spirit and then the power of the Most High. Mm. She doesn't need to understand the mechanics of yeah. it. It's just going to yeah. be. Um, well, so. I think I think that also relates to this like attitude or characteristic she has of pondering things, thinking about them, not being reactive. Yes, yes, yes. Having had a realization, wow, God might do something I could never have had a box for, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is sort of making her be more watchful and slower to, I don't know, put God in a box, I guess, or put her expectations in a box. Her mind is open. Her mind is open, yes. Yeah. 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 It's an anticipation that we hear in her also. Yeah, there's a definite yes mm-hmm. yeah, implied in there. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. And so the angel then says to how the Holy Spirit will come upon you, the power of the Most High will overshadow you, therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Which is also, I mean, so it's a miracle, which leaves our Western analytical minds with all yeah. the questions of like, yes, how did that work? Like, where do the other chromosomes come from? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so yes, we yeah. have a lot of questions. Jesus probably asked. looked a little like maybe he had Mary's nose, but whose eyes did he have? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, did God choose to make him still look a bit like Joseph, or did he just look like what God wanted, or did he look like Adam, or like where does the input come from? Mm-hmm. We'll never know. You know, we're going to ask when we get to heaven. I I think on this part here, just to pause, because I'm so thankful for the discussion we had the other night in the young adults, because uh, someone had brought up this point. You see what's happening here. This, how will this be? You know, since I'm a virgin, the angel answers, the Holy Spirit comes on you. And think about Nicodemus's questions to Jesus when he comes at night, and Jesus says, you must be born again. Mm-hmm. You know, Nicodemus's question is very similar. Um, he says, how can this be? Um, um, surely 
you know, they can't enter the in the second time into the mother's womb. But like this notion of being born again, of Jesus coming alive in us, of us receiving uh, Christ in us as well, being birthed in us, um, this the Holy Spirit, <laughs> you know, is so central to this, not only in the physical birth of Jesus, but within us ourselves. Yeah. As, and so oh, I just love that yeah. discussion. That's a really cool parallel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like there's a quality to Nicodemus's question that's quite similar. Yeah. 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 Very, yeah. very similar. And the answer is very similar too. It's mm-hmm. by the Spirit. You know, it's yeah. receiving the Spirit. Um, and God, Christ comes alive in us. Mm-hmm. You know, as a as a yeah, it's yeah. a fascinating way to read this passage if we equate it with the Holy Spirit coming to dwell to f- dwell and fill us as this baby is inside Mary mm-hmm. Jesus, mm-hmm. and like the growth and and like just drawing that parallel throughout this this study is. Um, I, I don't know. It, it was something new that um, I learned yeah. the other night through that person who shared, and uh, and it's been really cool to think about it through mm-hmm. this Advent season. Yeah. And then the angel gives some like encouraging news, even though she said yes. Th- and this is the interesting mm. thing about Mary. So many other people interacting with God and with angels need the encouragement to get to their yes. Mm-hmm. She gives the yes. But God still gives her the encouragement encouragement and says, hey, look, Elizabeth, who's old, has conceived a son. Her who was called barren. So she had this identity, being the barren one. So, and for nothing will be impossible with God. Mm. And then Mary just responds with this, like, pure, open-handed submission to God. Mm -hmm. Behold, I'm the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you can kind of see some of the important pieces that are enabling her to be this way and act this way. She sees herself as the servant of the Lord. Like that's what life's about. That's what being Mm -hmm, an Israelite mm -hmm. is about. So she's just got a profound sense of, she's got good theology around that. Yeah. Which is enabling her to then say, let it be to me according yeah. to your word. Just, you've said what you want to do. Yes, do it. Yeah. Um, she's just so, so accepting. A- and knowing what will Joseph think? What will my parents think? What will my town think? My friends think? Y- you know, what will that what she's think? saying yes to, she's not an idiot. Like, she yeah. knows the profound ramifications of yeah. what God will do for her because yeah. it's an awesome thing. And in one hand, she's holding the like, yeah. the Messiah's coming and I'm going to give birth to the King of Kings. But also, like, in the other hand, knowing all the challenges that will come with this and so many other how questions that must have been in her head. But she's able to land on a place of just trust. Do you think, I, I wonder sometimes, uh, I. S- you know, her age in this too, you know, as Jesus talks about childlike faith almost, you know, is like, because there's a faith here that she's like, like all these things that you've talked about that the social ostracization, 
being outcast, mm-hmm. um, really being, you know, what's, what's Joseph going to think? All those things you just said. And yet her faith is this promise that she's begin the that she's been given and her belief her faith in who God is uh, sort of outweighs all that mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. not even a concern she's saying yeah and uh, and trusts God so um, emphatically and implicitly mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely uh. so the uh. angel goes Mary arose and went with haste which is interesting yeah to go visit Zechariah and Elizabeth because mm. she's heard. So, you know, heard the good news about Elizabeth. And it's interesting the moment Elizabeth kind of hears Mary at the door, the baby leaps in her womb mm-hmm. and Elizabeth is filled with the hope. So it's like the Holy yeah. Spirit just comes upon Elizabeth yeah. and affects her and the baby. And yeah. she exclaims with a loud cry and basically starts prophesying. You know, Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. Why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come and see me? Mm-hmm. So she is given a recognition of what's happening, has humility, but like amazement. And it's a sort of an aspect of worship yeah. to be amazed and kind of revel in what God's doing. Um. And, and it's interesting, this meeting, because it, you know, this song of Mary, which is called the Magnificat, oh. because of the, the first word in, in Latin. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been set to music in some profoundly beautiful, epic works of music. But as we read it, all of these words basically happen at a doorstep. <laughs> yeah. Right. Can you even in like the humblest of circumstances? Yeah. yeah here's and, this and little girl. It's not a pronouncement yeah. made in public, or this is two women of faith mm-hmm. who God is doing profound things in, worshiping together, seeing what God's doing mm. in each other, enjoying what God's doing in each other, um, and the the. The things God's showing, uh, you know, they they do have ramifications beyond just them, which is why they probably then, you know, got passed on and, you know, Joseph would have found out, uh, Zechariah would have found out, they got written down, you know, and they become something for us as well. But I kind of love the intimacy of this moment with Mary and Elizabeth as well. And what I like in here is this, this uh, in the middle of that, I mean, there's so much of it that's just um, amazing, but this notion of his mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. And yet here we've got two women who are of different generations kind of having this. And so, uh, I don't know, there's something about that. Uh, yeah. 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 Because the contents of this song are really interesting because they're not um, they're not just about uh, Mary they're very sort of outward looking mm-hmm. about what God's doing in the world mm-hmm. and you know it's interesting because with Elizabeth it kind of says the Holy Spirit came upon her, filled her and mm-hmm. and it's almost like the Holy Spirit gave Elizabeth insight and words to express mm-hmm. it Mm-hmm. But with Mary, actually, it doesn't say the Holy Spirit came upon her and gave her a prophecy, although I, th- I think she, she 
is prophesying. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of what she's saying is just coming from her good theology that she's Mm -hmm. got. You know, so it just, I kind of think that this also shows us Mary was an excellent theologian because there are bits Mm -hmm. of biblical theology in here, Mm -hmm. like big themes about God's promises, what God wants to do, what God's heart is towards the world, things like that, that she weaves together beautifully around the event of her carrying Jesus. Mm. And it just, it, she understood some of those big theological themes in a way that so much of her culture was just wrestling to grasp or to put together. And whether it's just her, I, I bet it's not. I mean, the Holy Spirit's the revealer of truth. Mm-hmm. He's always involved. Or whether it really is just like a profound, the Holy Spirit is actually coming upon her, even though it doesn't say it just mm, there's something mm. about Mary the theologian that I think is sort of interesting with this song because it is it, it kind of begins with a wow I'm so excited with what God's doing I'm I'm nobody but everyone's going to mm-hmm. call me blessed because of this I can't believe like isn't it beautiful how God takes the lowly things and does this upside down kingdom way mm-hmm. of using that which didn't look usable doing something where it didn't look like something could be done but then the second half of it is like he's shown strength. He's scattered the proud. He's, he, he's going to fill the hungry. Um, and it, like you say that um, his mercy from generation to yeah. generation, it's a sort of interesting, yeah, he's, he's remembered his mercy to, to the whole of Israel. For, you know, just for, the, the scope for of these her. four centuries. Yes. That this you've is not been just waiting. about me. Yeah. that you've been waiting and it's here now mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the fulfillment's coming yeah and uh, it, and it finished with with as he spoke to our fathers to abraham and to his offspring forever mm-hmm. so there's the momentum of her faith in all of those promises yeah. that, she, that clearly she has had faith in and promises that she's joined like sewn together to give her mm-hmm. a better understanding of what to expect god to do and she's sort of overjoyed that God is doing the thing that God said he would do. And that's a bit different because I, I think sometimes when God does stuff, I'm amazed. So like, wow, I had no idea God was going to do that. Mm. I'm, mm. you know, blowing my socks off. Wow, look at how God provided or mm. look at how he healed someone. Look at what he did. But hers is a little different because it is like, I'm amazed. This is so sweet because God is doing what I thought he was going to do. But I didn't, I didn't know when. I didn't know I would get to see this and be a part of it. And so there's a little yeah. twist on it um, for her. Like she actually carried some expectation already, obviously. Well, and it's interesting because she's also, you know, pointing them back to, you know, what he has done in the past. He has performed mighty deeds. Mm-hmm. He has brought down rulers. He has filled the, um, the hungry. I, I, I almost, and I'm, I'm curious as, uh, you know, sort of the the, underlying the, the Greek behind this is is that a an ongoing uh, verb that that's there or is this definitely in the past because I th- mm-hmm. it seems to me as I read this uh, he's she's pointing to what he has performed previously as part of fulfilling the promises and he's going to continue this ongoing um, mighty deeds with his arms scattering those who are proud bringing down rulers uh, lifting up the humble, filling the hungry um 
Yeah. 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 Um, gosh, sometimes when I, when I see this, I see this fresh now almost is this way of, you know, here's this, because you wouldn't expect this if Mary, you know, her background as we know it, this, uh, you know, she's not from the you know, the metropolitan center of mm-hmm. uh, learning and, and that sort of thing. And yet this theology is, is so dense and, and rich. And it's, um, you know, this is something that, you know, God could see in our heart, mm-hmm. you know, previously. And now as... Um, it, and of course, this is me really reading between the lines here, so this may not be true. But now, in response to her, yes, almost like now that's coming alive. It's been empowered to come out in verse and yeah. in words. Well, um, it's interesting as well because Zechariah also does a song. Yeah. Um, a few verses later, I mean, yeah. it's at the birth of his child, but yeah, and he also has this amazing theological insight and pulls together things. So it's another part of like this family's mm. heritage. I can't help but wonder, mm. you know, uh, is there something in this family line where some people had just understood what God was like and what mm-hmm. he wanted to do and passed it on to their kids? Yeah. Um, yeah. So just the, the family connection again is kind of interesting. Well, and then and then we get to John the Baptist being born, and we're we're back to sort of Zechariah and Elizabeth, yeah. and we, yeah. Then it's uh, Jesus actually being born. So yeah. we got shepherds, we got magi, we got angels, we got all sorts yeah. of other stuff. But uh, maybe that's we can uh, save that for another conversation podcast. Yeah. yeah. But and, and Mary and Joseph do, it, you know, it, it's interesting because Mary. Actually, it's a significant figure still at quite a few points. Yep. The wedding feast at Cana, mm-hmm. she's at the cross, she's mm-hmm. traveling around, you know, a little right. bit. Um, but Joseph, after we the incident where they kind of lose Jesus and mm-hmm. he's still at the temple and they're not sure where he is, right? Like we don't, we don't hear from him again. Yeah, and the implication later in the gospel is that Joseph probably died while Jesus was young yeah. because people were kind of like, hey, Jesus, you're the eldest son. Shouldn't you be caring for your family? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Joseph's gone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's an interesting detail. I I don't know. That we can conject, you know, the mm-hmm. significance of that. But that's another interesting thing. But. It's Advent. We're in the nativity bit, so, yeah, we, can, so. we can wonder about that another day. Mm-hmm. We can await that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That is plenty of chat about Mary yeah. and Joseph. Amazing characters. And it, they just help to enrich the scene of like what God is doing, the kind of people he's using, the kind of things he's doing. And so um, just dwell in that. Like, uh, What was the word you used earlier? Marinade, marinade in that, and I, I think I, I mean, you, you've encouraged us a while, and I would encourage you know anyone sort of picking up this story as well, like marinate it in a way that it is fresh, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to because this familiarity of the, you know, the birth story of Jesus sometimes yeah. we can miss things, yes, and definitely. so like I'm so glad we took some time 
even today or, or the other night, um, to go here um, mm-hmm. a little bit more and just it was so fun to do it with a group of people too who are just yeah. inquisitive. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us. That's quite we'll a long chat. We'll see you chat. next time. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye now.